Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, my God. 
<clears throat> Good evening, everyone. This, this Wednesday, <clears throat> November the 10th, 2021. It is 6.32 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we welcome you from to the WCWUSHQ here in Trinity, North Carolina to bring you episode number 279 of the WCWUS Radio Network's weekly pop culture review show. This is, of course, WCWS Outside the Ropes. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, coming at you from the HQ here tonight, this is Mr. WCWS, Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Of course, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, taking care of uh, getting themselves prepped, of course, for a uh, night of big-time wrestling action, of course, with AEW Dynamite, which we will be talking about a little bit later on here in the evening, of course, on Revolution. Speaking of which, we will we will bring you some wrestling news tidbits, courtesy of 411 Mania, of course. But beforehand, we will also bring you, of course, go to 411 Mania to bring you, of course, some of the latest pop culture news stories that, of course, are in there that's making the scene. Also, of course, we'll be bringing you some pop culture history and birthdays, of course, here for today here as well. <coughs> if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, here this evening, Please feel free, of course, to give us a call. The phone number is always 1605-562-0444. Caller ID 1413-pound. And press that one if you wish to chime in on anything and everything that we have to talk about here, of course, this evening. Now, ladies and gentlemen, of course, <clears throat> uh, before we get into, of course, 411mania.com, we will, of course, check out your... Uh, <clears throat> Your, of course, uh, five things report, courtesy of our friends at CNN. The only way, of course, to do that is to, of course, go now to the Amazon Echo Dot and, and say the following. Current news. Chad, here's your news. From CNN, this is a CNN breaking news alert for Wednesday, November 10th, 2021 at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. The House Select Committee investigating the January 6th Capitol riot is interested in gathering information from at least five people from former Vice President Mike Pence's inner circle. That's according to three sources familiar with the effort. Five people being sought by the committee is Pence's former National Security Advisor, Keith Kellogg. He was subpoenaed by the committee on Tuesday and was with former President Donald Trump most of the day on January 6th. Multiple sources tell CNN some of Pence's allies may be willing to provide critical information on how Trump and his allies tried to pressure Pence to overturn the results of the 2020 election. For more CNN audio news, go to CNN.com slash audio, send that for the CNN app. This briefing is brought to you by ShipStation. Hello from CNN. I'm Afoma DK with the five things you need to know for Wednesday, November 10th. Kyle Rittenhouse testified in his own defense today during his homicide trial in Wisconsin. The 18-year-old teen from Illinois is charged with five felonies. He says he acted in self-defense the night he shot and killed two people and third person during protests in Kenosha, Wisconsin last August. When questioned by the defense, Rittenhouse described running past one of the victims, Anthony Huber, toward the police line. As I'm running past Mr. Huber, he's holding a skateboard like a baseball bat. 
and he swings it down and I block it with my arm, trying to prevent it from hitting me. Rittenhouse was then cross-examined by prosecutor Thomas Banker. Everybody that you shot at that night, you intended to kill, correct? I didn't intend to kill them. I intended to, I, I intended to stop the people who were attacking me. By killing them? I did what I had to do to stop the person who was attacking me. The prosecution argues that Rittenhouse illegally purchased the gun and acted criminally. A gym owner from New Jersey and former MMA fighter has been sentenced to 41 months in prison today in connection to the January 6th riot. Scott Fairlamb punched a police off the riot, making him the first rioter sentenced for violence against the police during the attack. Fairlam pleaded guilty to assaulting an officer and obstructing an official proceeding in August. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported today that the U.S. consumer price inflation surged even higher in October. Over the past 12 months, prices have climbed 6.2%. That's the highest in over 30 years. CNN reporter Matt Egan describes which products have been inflation steak up by 24 percent bacon uh 20 percent eggs chicken uh milk and coffee all of them going up outside of the grocery store we continue to see the impact of the computer chip shortage we've seen prices go up on televisions various electronics and of course cars the Justice Department is suing Uber for charging wait time fees for disabled passengers. That's according to a federal civil lawsuit filed by the DOJ. The agency sued Uber in Title III of the Americans with Disabilities Act, which bans private transportation companies from discriminating. The DOJ says disabled passengers need more time to get into a vehicle. CNN has reached out to Uber for comment. Next, the appetizing giveaway from Mariah Carey this holiday season. Singer-songwriter Neil Sedaka is a rarity in the music industry. His hit songs and decades-long career made him one of Billboard's most successful pop of time. He also happens to be my uncle. Uncle Neil's story got me thinking. Statistically, is that level of achievement still attainable in today's music business? On the latest Margins of Error, the story of Uncle Neil's hits and what it means to find success in a starkly different music industry. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, we're back. Mariah Carey is giving away free McDonald's during the holidays. The fast food franchise is its Mariah menu next month. McDonald's will give away a different free menu item each day from December 13th through December 24th. But there's one catch. To get the free item, a minimum $1 purchase is required and has to be ordered on the McDonald's app. Some items included on the menu are a free Big Mac, pancakes, and chocolate chip cookies. That's all for now. We'll be back at 11 p.m. Eastern time with the latest headlines whenever you want them and wherever you are. Alexa, stop. And we thank, of course, our friends at CNN and also the Amazon Echo Dot for that five things update. Of course, the Amazon Echo Dot, a very useful tool. And looking up, of course, information, of course, when you're not near your computer or smartphone. Also helping out anything with everything from, of course, getting prepared for a job interview to, of course, looking up some very, very important financial information. To even, of course, gentlemen, helping your ch- your kids, of course, with a special project they have going on in school. Also, of course, you can go to Amazon. Also, of course, ladies and gentlemen, you can check out uh, your order from Amazon.com, of course, on here through this. 
uh, to find out, of course, when it's left, when it's left, it's, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's origin place. And also, of course, uh, how long it will take to get to your home and then when it finally reaches your home. So be sure, of course, Amazon Echo Dot here today, a very useful tool, of course, like I said, and the preferred in, in, in the preferred device of the WCWS radio network. Now, ladies and gentlemen, at 6.40 p.m. Eastern Time on uh, Wednesday, November 10th, 2021, let us go to 411mania.com and bring you, of course, some 411 Mania, of course, has, has of course, on, 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 on record here, of course, here to, uh, today. And we, we can up and going here. Okay, here we go. Uh, of course, some of these, a lot of these, I think, probably were September 7th from yesterday, but that's quite all right. Uh, we'll go ahead and let you know, ladies and gentlemen, that the that, that of course, <coughs> WCWUS Radio Network here always thanks our friends at 411mania.com for allowing us to read their stories on all of our shows. Of course, in addition to right here on Outside the Ropes, also don't forget on Revolution, Wolfpack Radio Hour, WCWS This Morning, as well as Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, and also, of course, Sports Machine. And hopefully, of course, by the end of the year, hopefully we can have some more shows up and going so we can, of course, uh, uh, let you know the full extent, full range of 411mania.com's, of course, uh, news and updates, of course, as they become available. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you might have noticed, of course, the extra long intro here on episode 279, of course, tonight outside of it is, of course, due in part to our very first story of the evening. I did read this, of course, on one thousand episode one thousand sixty-five of Revolution last night. But of course, it, of course, ladies and gentlemen, to repeat this because if anyone is not been made well, been made well, uh, been made aware of this, I will go ahead and point this out. <clears throat> uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Thomas posted this yesterday as, of course, one of the co one of the stars. Of the show Quantum Leap, and also legendary character actor Dean Stockwell sadly has passed away. The world has lost a beloved character actor in Dean Stockwell, best known for his work on Quantum Leap. Stockwell passed away, of course, on Sunday morning in his home of natural causes. This was confirmed by a family representative, of course, to, of course, the, the website Deadline. He was 85 years old. Scott Bakula, of course, has paid tribute to his co star from Quantum Leap in issuing a statement on Instagram, which read the following. And of course, this was, <coughs> this is, of course, the words coming from Mr. Bakula, Scott Bakula himself, who co-starred with, like I said, Mr. Stockwell on Quantum Leap so many years ago. <clears throat> I met Dean at his audition for Quantum Leap in 1988. He had agreed to read for the network. I was already cast. We connected immediately in my career. My life changed that day. Brandon Tartakoff's office. How lucky were we? How lucky were we to get him? A few months later, he would be nominated for an Academy Award for his role in the movie Married to the Mob. But he was stuck with us. But he was stuck with us. Serendipity. All I know is he never tried to get out of complaint. He loved the role and the show, and the rest was history. He became a dear friend and a mentor, and we grew very close. <coughs> excuse me. Over the next five very intense years, Dean was. So such a passionate man about life, his work, his art. He was an amazing artist, his family, all kinds of causes, people, music, the planet, cigars, golf, and on and on. 
had been a famous child actor. He had a soft spot for every young actor who came on our set. He was very protective of their rights and safety and always checked in with them to make sure that they were okay. His big hearted response to the kids made all of us take notice and be better guardians ourselves. In spite of having a career that came and went during his 70 plus years in the business, he was always grateful and delighted to have the chance to keep working. The only time he ever complained was when we called him on called him on the golf course and told him we were ready for him to come to work. He, of course, used to announce his presence on the soundstage if we hadn't already caught a whiff of cigar smoke trailing in behind him with a bellow, the fun starts now, true words were never spoken. I loved him dearly and was honored to him me a better human being. Like I said, those words were said by Scott Bakula, who, like we said, co-starred with Mr. Stockwell on Quantum Leap. Stockwell was a fixture of sci-fi fandom due to his work on Quantum Leap as Al, the friend of Sam Bakula's character, Sam Beckett, who helps him manage his leaps through time. But by the time he took that role, he was already a 40-year veteran of the screen. Born in 1936 in Los Angeles, he was acting on Broadway at the age of seven in The Missing Voyage and made a screen debut in the 1945 film, The Valley of Decision. That year also saw him appear in Anchors Away alongside Frank Sinatra and Gene Kelly, and Stockwell would work continually throughout the late 40s, including the lead role in the 1948 anti-war film The Boy with the Green Hair. He stepped away in 1951 to finish high school and resumed his career as an adult in 1956, guest starring on TV shows like Wagon Train and Matinee, while also returning to Broadway with, with Compulsion, a role he, represented, he reprised in the 1959 film version where he won Best Actor at the Cannes Film Festival, he would win a second in the movie Long Day's Journey Into Night alongside the late Catherine Hepburn. Stockwell stepped away from acting in the mid-1960s before returning with 1968's Psych Out and went on to appear in such films as The Dunwich Horror and The Last Movie while appearing on TV in guest roles. <coughs> He was nearly ready to leave Hollywood again in favor of real estate when he was convinced by Harry Dean Stanton to appear in the movie Paris, Texas in 1984. That role led to several other memorable jobs, including Blue Velvet, Dune, and Married to the Mob, the latter which earned him an Oscar nomination for Best Supporting Actor. Of course, you also remember he was also, I believe, in Beverly Hills Cop Part Two, if I'm not mistaken. In 1989, he fell on Quantum Leap and became an indelible part of science fiction history. He continued to act in films during that show's five-year run and continued to deliver as a character actor in films like Air Force One, The Rainmaker, Midnight Blue, and more. He would add even further to his sci-fi legacy with the role of John Cavill on the reboot of Battlestar Galactica. All in all, Stockwell amassed a resume of over 200 credits over his almost 80 years of performing. His final role was in the team film The Entertainment, after which he retired and moved into making and exhibiting art under his full name of Robert Dean Stockwell. Of course, on behalf of 411 Mania and also right here in the WCWS radio network, our condolences to the family, friends, and many, many fans of Mr. Stockwell. He will most certainly be missed. And of course, I could not, I can, I definitely, like I said, uh, agree with that 110%. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, that was the reason why we played the extra long intro to start off tonight's episode because it was, it was of course, obviously to uh, 
it, it was obviously, of course, to uh, <clears throat> excuse me, um, to pay tribute to, of course, to the one and only Dean Stockwell here tonight. Uh, Jeremy Thomas posted this story last night as the creator of the of Squid Game, which is starting to be very. Says season two of the hit on Netflix is in the works. The creator of Netflix's hit series Squid Game has confirmed that a second season is in development. Variety reports that during the Q&A and screening of the Korean language drama, Hoang Dong-hyuk acknowledged that he's working on a, sec- on a second run for the global hit. There's been so much pressure, so much demand, and so much love for a second season. So I almost, I, I almost feel like you leave us no choice. He told the AP at the, uh, at the special event. But I will say there will indeed be a second season. It is in my head right now. I'm in the planning process currently. Wang noted that Lee Jung Jae will return as Seung Ji Hun, but didn't give any other details, saying, I don't think it's too early to say when and how that's going to happen. So I will promise you this Ji Hun will come back. He will do something, of course, for the world. Netflix has yet to make an official announcement and has not commented on the. The news is far from a surprise considering Squid Game status, as it is the latest hit series from the streamer, sticking at the top of their top 10 list for several weeks and garnering over 3 billion minutes watched, according to Nielsen. Bloomberg reports last month that according to leaked documents, the series is projected to earn $891 million in revenue from Netflix, a massive return on the streamer's $21.4 million investment. AP on their Twitter account yesterday, Comeback Squid, Wayne Dong-Hoot, the director, creator, and writer of Hashtag Squid Game, says the show will be back with more Jihan adventures. And there's a picture on this tweet if you wish to, of course, check that out. <coughs> Our next story here from Jeremy Thomas came out on Monday. Jay-Z weighs in on Dave Chappelle's Netflix special where he says art has to cause conversations. Jay-Z recently shared his thoughts on the controversy surrounding Dave Chappelle's recent Netflix special saying that true art has to cause a conversation. As you likely know, Chappelle's special that released on Netflix last month, The Closer, drew serious controversy for the comedian's jokes and comments about the trans community. Was ascension at Netflix where employees walked out to protest the streamer's refusal to remove the special. Chappelle has gotten support from Netflix head writer Ted Sarandos as well as several celebrities, including 50 Cent and Caitlyn Jenner. Jay Z was asked about the comments during a conversation on Twitter Spaces with Craig Jenkins on Friday and said that he had seen the special, acknowledging per, and this was per Vulture, that there were parts that made him uncomfortable. But I think that what happens with true art is that it has to cause conversation. And, you know, sometimes it's going to be abrasive and sometimes it's going to be off-putting to folks. But it opens up an opportunity to have a dialogue about, you know, whatever the issue is. Jay-Z added, I think that Dave is super brave and super genius. If you spend time with him, he's brilliant. I think he pushed a lot of buttons. These algorithms allow you to talk to people who agree with you. We have to speak to one another when we disagree. Ain't that doesn't attention. It's not going to be real. We had fake conversations all this time before Trump was in office. Then we got to see people for who they really were. And then we got to have 
real conversations. He continued, I think great art is divisive. Some people, <clears throat> some people like it. Some people hate it. When you're making great art, you have to be fearless and create something that you believe in. That's what it's about. <clears throat> Chappelle and former Barack Obama, the latter by a pre-recorded video, inducted Jay-Z into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame last month. Uh, Twitter user at JustJordan underscore 925 posted this. I do believe it was back on, uh, let's see, I do believe, let's see. Uh, I believe it was last Friday, said Jay-Z calls Dave Chappelle brilliant while speaking on the controversial The Closer. So, so take that, like I said, with a grain of salt here, folks. <clears throat> but still making a little bit of an uproar, of course, as far as I'm pretty much concerned. Joseph Lee posted this story on Monday. As Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 begins be, began its production on Monday. In a post on Twitter, Roger is going to announce that production started on Monday on Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. He wrote, It's been a strange and long and at times challenging journey to get here, but the obstacles along the way have only made the moment this moment more blissful. Back on set with my Guardians family for the first day of shooting, hashtag, G-O-T-G-V-O-L-3. The film will feature the returning cast of Chris Pratt, Dave Bautista, Zoe Saldana, Vin Diesel, Bradley Cooper, and Gillian, Palm Clementif, and Sean Gunn. Will Poulter is a new addition to the ensemble as he has been cast as Adam Warlock. The movie arrives on May 5th, 2023. And of course, uh, Mr. Gunn did say that, that same what I just said um in a twitter and on, on his twitter account of course back on monday so that we need and see what this next installment of guardians of the galaxy is going to be like <coughs> joseph lee posted this story of course here on monday as vin diesel invites dwayne johnson to return for the final fast and furious movie in a post on Instagram, Vin Diesel wrote an open letter to Dwayne Johnson asking him to come back to the Fast and the Furious franchise for the 10th and final film. The two did not get along on set as a result of Johnson left, and as a result of the feud, Johnson left the series outside of a spinoff with Jason Statham. Johnson has said that he will not return to play Hobbs going forward in a previous interview. Diesel wrote the following, My little brother Dwayne, the time has come. The world awaits the finale of Fast 10. As you know, my children refer to you as Uncle Dwayne in my house. There is not a holiday that goes by that they that they and you don't send well wishes. But the time has come. Legacy awaits. I told you years ago, fulfill my promise to Pablo. I swore that we would reach and manifest the best fast the best fast in the finale. That is that is ten. And I I say this out of love, but you must show up. Do not leave the franchise idle. You have a very important role to play. Hobbs can't be played by no other. I hope that you rise to the occasion and fulfill your destiny. And of course, now, now of course, obviously, you know we already on the rock that he was not going to return for the last one. We don't know if that actually has changed, has changed the rock's mind or not. 
if whether or not if he's gonna if he would consider coming back so we'll have to wait and see what happens jeremy thomas posted this story on sunday as there was a first look at laurie holden as the crimson countess in the boys season three Boy featuring Laurie Holden as the Crimson Countess, and the first image of the character is online. The show's official social media accounts have released a photo of the Walking Dead alumni in costume as the character. Of course, you can see it right here on this page. Crimson Countess is the satirical comic book's take on Scarlet Witch and has powers of heat vision and heat fire manipulation. She is part of the Super known as Payback in the comics alongside Soldier Boy, played by Jensen Ackles, in the upcoming season. Ackles and Holden join a cast that includes Jack Quaid, Laz Alonzo, Tomer Capone, Karen Fukuhara, Carl Urban, Aaron Moriarty, Anthony Starr, Dominique McElligot, Jesse T. Usher, Chase Crawford, Nathan Mitchell, and fellow new cast member uh, Katia Winter as Little Nina. The new season does not have a date yet and of course laurie laurie holden posts on her twitter account on friday time for some payback i can't wait for the world to see crimson countess in action tune in the vnn on sunday for for a preview of course this was this past sunday hashtag the boys tv hashtag prime video at the boys tv at fanology pv <clears throat> And of course, she posted a picture on, on Instagram right here for the, uh, the 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 Instagram account for the boys the, the, for the TV show The Boys. Uh, posted uh, something on on Instagram here, saying paybacks a B hashtag Crimson Countess. So we'll have to wait and see. Of course, see how that will how that character will of course turn out. Our next story here, Jeremy Thomas posted this story uh, on Sunday as Black, the producer of Black Adam says film will push edges of PG-13 with a very high kill count. Hmm. One of the producers of the upcoming Black Adam film has promised that the DC movie will push the boundaries of PG-13. Hiram Garcia, who is producing the film alongside Dwayne John Garcia for Seven Bucks Productions, as well as Bo Flynn, spoke with CBR for a new interview promoting Red Notice and teased what to expect from the Johnson starring superhero film. Black Adam is edgy, right? There's going to be a PG-13 movie where it was, where it, where it was very much like, like, say, The Dark Knight, where that pushed the edges of PG-13, which was said by Garcia. I think we do <coughs> do that very much with Black Adam. We have a very high kill counter move, and of course... They also, of course, uh, laugh about that. Garcia actually laughs about that. He contrasted the film with Seven Bucks' other DC film, DC League of Super Pets. Super Pets, you're not dealing with that, right? He said Super Pets is a different tone where it's just fun. There's a lot of wish fulfillment. There's a lot of laughs. Ultimately, it's a really fun ride that gives you the perspective into the superhero world, especially when you're dealing with the Just League, the eyes of, the, of these pets. That are awesome. Ultimately, I think so much of the world can relate to the love, the connection someone has with their pet. 
he added we're really are able to tap into into that when you consider that crypto is superman's best friend and really crypto is the only other per person on this planet that is from krypton like superman there is a special bond that goes even deeper between the two that have, that we really have fun playing with it was directed by john Mc collier sarah and stars johnson alongside pierce brosnan as dr fate noah centrino as adam smasher aldous hodge as hawkman Quintessa Swindell as Cyclone, and Sarah Shahey as Adriana Tomas, written by Adams uh, Zerkel and Rory Haynes and Sorab Nashirvani. It's set to release on July 29, 2002. DC League of Super Pets is set to release on May 20, 2022, and features the voices of Johnson, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, John Krenis, John Krasniski, Vanessa ba Vanessa Bayer, Natasha Leon, Diego Luna, and Keanu Reeves. So we will of course be watching that, of course, for both of these movies. Uh, let's see. Our next story here, folks, as we go into the seven the seven o'clock hour. Jeremy Thomas posted this story on Sunday as production on Black Panther Wakanda Forever shuts down as Letitia Wright recovers from injury. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is taking a pause in filming as Letitia Wright continues to recover from an injury suffered on the set. THR reports as the production down for, for now due to the severity of the injury which Wright suffered in August. Wright who is reprising her role as Shuri in the new film, was hurt while shooting a sequence involving a stunt rig. At the time, it wasn't believed that Wright's injury would impact the film shooting schedule. Wright has been in London recovering while the film shot around her scenes, mostly shooting in Atlanta the last couple of months. But there are no more scenes that the film can finish without her. Ryan Kugels is directing the film, which will go on break starting the week of Thanksgiving. The plan is to reconfigure production to to get to begin to get to get back up and run in 2022. A representative for Wright said Letitia has been recovering in London since September from injuries sustained on the set of Black Panther 2 and is looking forward to returning to work in early 2022. Letitia kindly asks that you keep her in your prayers. The film was recently pushed back along with the world's upcoming slate post Spider Man No Way Home and is currently set for release on November 11, 2022. It is not believed that the shutdown will impact the release date. But of course, if that anything does change, we will, of course, like I said, as always, ladies and gentlemen, keep you, of course, informed and in the mix. Speaking, of course, of movies right here, Jeremy Thomas, this morning, as a crew member on the set of the fifth Indiana Jones movie, passes away while on location in Morocco. A crew member on location in Morocco shooting Indiana Jones 5 has passed away. Deadline reports that Nick Kupak, who was a second unit grip on the sequel, died suddenly at the age of 54. Details on his death have not been revealed, though the outlet reports that it was not related to the production of the film. Kupak has worked on of films including Star Wars The Last Jedi, Solo, A Star Wars Story, Assassin's Creed, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, 
and this year's Corella and uh, Venom Let There Be Carnage. A spokesperson for Lucasfilm said in a statement, our hearts go out to the family and friends of Nick Kupak, an incredibly talented colleague and member of the film community who will be greatly missed. Indiana Jones 5 is directed by James Mangold and should be released on June 30th, 23, on behalf of 411 Mania and also, of course, right here in the WCWUS radio network. Our condolences to the family and friends of Mr. Kupak. And if we have any more information about the untimely passing of this of this crew member uh, from Indiana Jones 5, we'll try to get you some more updates, of course, about this as it becomes available. And one more quick story, ladies and gentlemen, before we go to our pop culture history and birthdays. Jeremy Thomas posted this story back on s- Sunday as Spidey faces doc- Dr. Octopus on, new, uh, on the new poster for Spider-Man No Way Home. <clears throat> a new poster has been released for Spider-Man No Way Home, teasing Spidey's battle with Dr. Octopus. Sony Pictures released the new poster for the film on Sunday, and here you can check it. You can check it out right here on this page. The poster depicts Tom Holland's Peter Parker in his suit as Spider-Man as Doctor, played by Alfred Molina's extra arms, move in on him. The John Watts-directed film opens on December 17th in theaters, written by Chris McKenna and Eric Summers. It does star Tom Holland, Zendaya, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jacob Battalion, John Favreau, Molina, and Marissa Tomei. It is described as follows. For the first time in the cinematic history of Spider-Man, our friendly neighborhood hero is unmasked and no longer able to separate his normal life from the mistakes of being a superhero. When he asks for help from Doctor Strange, the stakes become even more dangerous, forcing him to discover what it truly means to be Spider-Man. So, ladies and gentlemen, there you have it. There, of course, with uh, with some of your <clears throat> uh, pop culture stories here. We thank 411 Mania for that. We'll be back at 411 Mania here in just a moment to bring you some wrestling news tidbits in time, of course, for uh, tonight. As you prep for tonight's edition of Revolution 1605 562 0444. Pound. Episode 279 of WCWUS Outside the Ropes. <clears throat> Mr. WCWUS Chad Hinshaw right here. As we said, the rest of the panel, way too tough to handle, of course, getting themselves prepared for tonight's episode of AEW Dynamite, which, of course, will be a lead-in, of course, into this Saturday's, uh, this Saturday's review. Also, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just to point out, speaking of Revolution here tonight, it'll be episode number 1066. One three eight zero five five pound. Of course, we'll have your news and views and history and birthdays. We'll talk about some of the things that did take place on last night's episode of NXT. We'll try to get you in some results here as well as far as, of course, a W Dynamite. Of course, here is concerned. Um, and also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll continue our discussion into some of, some of uh, interesting matches and moments that did take place during the very long history of Survivor Series. From its humble beginnings, I believe it was in 1980, 1987, I believe, up until, of course, uh, up until, of course, here, uh, as recent, of course, as this year. So, I mean, any, of course, we will definitely be talking about some moments here, of course, tonight. Be sure to live on the 66th Revolution, 138055 pound, coming up here tonight, starting at 9 o'clock, 
right here as part of the radio network on TalkShoe.com. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's bring you, of course, some of your uh, uh, pop culture history and birthday reports here for today, November the 10th. As we always do, general pop culture, as well as, of course, from movies, television, music, and also sports. Let's go ahead and note those here, here this evening. First off, right here, ladies and gentlemen, on date in 1619, Rene Descartes has the dream of that inspires his meditations, mediations on first philosophy. On his date in 1674, Dutch formerly, formerly seized New Netherlands, which is will later be known as New York, to the English. On his date in 1885, German engineer Gallup Dahmer unveils the world's first motorcycle. Of course, Dahmer, as it was spelled, this is, this is, is of course, the same as Dahmer Chrysler. Of course, that would later on become part of that. On his date in 1918, Western Union Cable Office in North Sydney, Nova Scotia receives a top-secret coded message from Europe stating on November 11th, 1918, all fighting will cease on land, sea, and in the air. And on this date in 1989, the German people begin dem demolishing the Berlin Wall. Uh, a couple of moments from movies and television history. On this date in 1969, <clears throat> Sesame Street premieres on PBS. And on this date in 2010, Alan Menken, the famous composer of so many great Disney movies, receives the 2,442nd star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And of course, today in sports history, on this date in 1991, South Africa's first international since 1970, uh, one day versus India. I'm not sure how they did. But uh, that is a big-time moment, of course, here indeed. On the day in 1871, Henry Morton Stanley encounters David Livingston at uh, Ujiji near Lake Tanganyika in Central Africa with the immortal words, Dr. Livingston, I presume. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let us bring you, of course, some... Uh, some birthdays, of course, here uh, for for today. Here, let's let's see if we can let's see, of course, if we can get that right here for you. Uh, um, today would have been the 538th birthday of Martin Luther. Uh, of course, as you know, he was responsible. For, of course, um, so it, was, it was of course centered around the Bible. We did remember. I do remember that quite well. Sadly, he passed away in 1546. Today would have been the 338th birthday of George II. He passed away in 1760. Today, 176th birthday of John Thompson. He passed away in 1894. They would have been the 114th birthday of Jane Froman. I'm assuming she was like an actress and radio star. She passed away in 1980. <coughs> oh. Today would have been the 102nd birthday of Mikhail 
Kalashnikov. He sadly passed away in 2013. And today, ladies and gentlemen, would have been the 96th birthday of legendary actor Richard Burton, one of the many husbands, of course, of the late actress Elizabeth Taylor. He sadly passed away in 1984. <coughs> and we have some interesting birthdays, of course, here tomorrow. We'll bring those here to your attention here coming up here sometime tomorrow. On this day, 1940, Walt Disney begins serving as an informer for the Los Angeles office of the FBI. His job is to report back information on Hollywood subversives. Some weddings to talk about here. On this day, 1926, Belgium Crown Prince Leopold marries Princess Astrid Butt of Sweden. On this day, 1963, actress Doris Roberts, who we would know, of course, later on for being part of such big-time TV shows as Remington Steel and also Everybody Loves Raymond. Also, of course, she was in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. She was 33 at the time of this uh, of this marriage when she married novelist William Goyen, who was 48 at the time. I want to say 1965, Netherlands Second Chamber accepted marriage of Princess Beatrice and Klaus von Amsberg. It's a couple of divorces here on this day, 1975. Journalist Ben Bradley, who was 54 at the time, divorces Antoinette Pinchot after 19 years of marriage. And on this day, 2004, uh, <clears throat> famous talk show host Ricky Lake and Rob Sussman divorced after only 10 years of marriage. Well, passings, of course, here in history. Uh, Arthur Rimbaud, Rimbaud passed away on this day in 1891. Mustafa Kemal Asturk passed away on this day in 1938. Harry Ford Sinclair passed away on this day in 1956. Leonid Brezhnev passed away on this day in 1982. And I believe he was like a playwright. Uh, Norman Mailer they passed away in 2007. And there's a bunch of different uh, passings, of course, that took place on this day tomorrow. We'll bring those here to you tomorrow, of course, as well. On this day in 1960, after a, a sensational trial, the courts cleared the way for the controversial novel Lady Chatterley's Lover to go on sale in Britain, causing a stampede. So now let's go to your movie and television history and birthdays right here. On the state in 1931, the, four, about that, the fourth Academy Awards as the movie Cimarron. Also, actor Lionel Barrymore and actress Marie Dressler uh, win awards at this event. As we said in 1940, Walt Disney began serving as an informer for the Los Angeles office of the FBI. His job is to report back information on Hollywood subversives. On say in 1958, UFT TV Channel 5 in Gainesville, Florida. A PBS affiliate begins his broadcasting on this day in 1959. Corinne Rotschafer of the Netherlands was elected Miss World. On this day in 1967, KXNE TV Channel 19 in Norfolk, Nebraska, which is not too far, I think, from where the late Johnny Carson was born at. Norfolk, Nebraska was, of course, obviously a PBS affiliate, begins his broadcasting. 
on this day, 1969, Sesame Street premieres on PBS television. On this date in 1980, Dan Rather refuses to pay his cabbie. <clears throat> CBS pays his fare, which was $12.55. On this day in 1984, the Breeders' Cup horse racing at Hollywood Park. The winners were Chiefs Crown, Elio, Lashkari, Outstandingly, Bernie, Royal Heroin, and Wild Again. On this date in movies and television, as we said, Today would have been the 96th birthday of Richard Burton. He passed away in 1984. And today we wish Ellen, actress Ellen Pompeo a very happy 52nd birthday. Notable passings, of course, here in <clears throat> Notable passings, of course, here in movies and television. On the stage in 1937, Batalov, a Russian actor who was part of Treya Meshkneskaya. And also, mother sadly passed away from tuberculosis at the age of 37. On the date in 1959, Lupino Lane, an actor of English descent who was part of the movie Deputy, Deputy Drummer, passed away at the age of 67. On the date in 1964, James Jimmy Dodd, who was an actor from America, who was known for the movies Thunder and Trails and Riders of the Rio Grande, dies of cancer at the age of 54. And I'll say 1968, Gerald Moore, an actor also from right here in America, was part of the movies The Angry Red Planet, The Sniper, and Foreign Intrigue, set, passed away from a heart attack, also at the age of 54. Notable weddings right here, just in 1963, uh, Doris Hurts, William Goyen, she was 33, he was 48. On his day, 1973, Hall of Fame broadcaster Vin Scully, who was 45 at the time, marries Sandra Hunt. On his day, 1977, actor Brian Cranston, best known for, of course, Malcolm in the Middle and also Breaking Bad, who was 21 at the time, marries writer Mickey Middleton. On his day, 2001, uh, the movie Four Weddings and a Funeral, actress Amy McDowell, 43 at the time, marries businessman Rhett Hartzog. <clears throat> who was 42 at the time at Central United Methodist Church in Asheville, A-S-H-E-V-I-L-L-E, Asheville, North Carolina, which is up in the North Carolina mountains. And I want to say in 2006, Jason Beer from the movie The Grudge, who was 32 at the time, marries actress Kadee Strickland, who was 32 at the time in Ojai, California. Now let's go to your music, history, and birthdays here for tonight. I want to say 1945, Are You With It? Opens at Century Theater, New York City for 264 performances. I want to say 1955, uh, Vamp opens at Winter Garden Theater, New York City for 60 performances. I want to say 1956, Gene DePaul and Johnny Music Little Abner premieres in New York City. I want to say 1962, Nowhere to Go But Up, opens at Winter Garden Theater in New York City for only nine performances. I want to say 1964, Something More, opens at Eugene O'Neill Theater in New York City for 15 performances. I want to say 1970, Richard Rogers and Martin Sharn's musical Two by Two opens at Imperial Theater in New York City for 343 performances. I want to say 1970, Ship Ahoy, 
album by the group The OJs is released. It won Billboard of Album of the Year in 1974. And I'll say in 1981, Oh Brother opens at Anta Theater in New York City for only three performances. As we said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, Jane Froman <clears throat> today uh, would have been, I believe, 114 years old. She sadly passed away in 1980. Uh, Tim Rice today turns 77. And country music singer Miranda Lambert today turns 38. Some notable passings in music here. On a day in 1665, Samuel Friedrich Capricornus, who was a composer, passed away at the age of 36. On a day in 1821, Andreas Romberg, a violinist and composer who did uh, Durab, passed away at the age of 54. On in 1897, Moritz Husenroder, who was a pianist and composer of German descent, who settled in Australia, passed away at the age of 47. And on the state in 1909, Ludwig Scheidt, a composer of Danish descent, passed away at the age of 61. Uh, let's see here. Uh, okay. And now, of course, ladies and gentlemen, let's go to your sports history and birthdays on this day in 1857. The first American Chess Congress is won by Paul Mur Morphy, beats uh, Lewis Paulson 62 for a term record of men's three draws and one loss. On this day in 1934, the first NHL penalty shot is awarded to Montreal Canadiens forward Armand Mondou, which is stopped by Toronto goaltender George Hainsworth. In Maple Leafs' two-to-one win on a day in 1940, the Pittsburgh Steelers and Philadelphia Eagles play one of only four penalty-free games in NFL history. Steelers win seven to three at Forbes Field in Pittsburgh. On a day in five, college football's number one Army beats number two Notre Dame 48 to nothing. On a day in 1950, after nine years, Cleveland Indians fire manager Lou Boudreau. On a day in 1957. Couple of moments here. First off, NFL record crowd, one hundred and two thousand three hundred sixty-eight, was the game versus the San Francisco 49ers and the LA Rams at LA. Also, the also in fifty-seven Cleveland Browns sets club record for longest fumble return in an eighty-nine yard uh, run um, and, and touchdown, beating Pittsburgh twenty-four to nothing. And I'll say 1963, Detroit right wing Gordy Howe surpasses Maurice Richard as leading NHL all-time goal scorer with 545th career career goal in a 3-0 victory over the Montreal Canadiens in Detroit. Uh, some normal birthdays, of course, here in sports. First off, in 1896, Jimmy Dykes was born. He was a Major League Baseball infielder and manager. He was all, which was in the, during the All Star between 1933 and 1934. He was born in Philadelphia. He passed away in 1976. I want to say 1918. Martin Hanley, a cricketer of South African descent, he took one 
88 with Oxpin in tests for South Africa. Uh, he was born in Alwal North, Cape Province. He passed away in the year 2000. On his date in 1919, Bulldog Turner, a center in the NFL, played with the Chicago Bears, was born in uh, Plains, Texas. He passed away in 1998. And on his date in 1930, Gene, Gene Conley, a Major League Baseball player and NBA player, born in Oklahoma. He passed away in 2017. Notable passings, of course, in the world of sports, 1966. Evelyn Sears, who was a tennis player from right here in America, who played, who played in the New York, in the United States National in 1907, passes away at the age of 91. On the state in 1972, Charlie Hallows, a cricketer who scored 1,000 runs in a single month in May 1928, passed away in 1977. On the state in 1985, Pele Lindbergh, a goalie for the Philadelphia Flyers, dies in a drunk driving accident. We don't know how old he was when he passed. All this stayed in 1986. Francis King Clancy, a it was who was born in uh, let's see. He was uh, he was a Canadian and he, he was an NHL ice hockey defenseman between 1921-1936. A three-time Stanley Cup winner with the Ottawa Senators and Toronto Maple Leafs. A referee from 1938-1949. A coach from 1953 to 56 for Toronto, also an executive and trophy namesake, actually dies of septic shock at the age of 84. And one wedding to speak of, as we said, 1973, broadcaster marries Sandra Hunt. I know you have it, ladies and gentlemen, with your pop culture, history, and birthdays uh, right there here for tonight. Now, ladies and gentlemen, let's see. Um, let's check on a couple of quick wrestling news tidbits as we head back, of course, over here to 411 Mania. As there are three stories here, we will bring it here to you right fast. This is today from Jeremy Thomas as John Moxley slams Kevin Dunn in his autobiography. John Moxley didn't hold back on his opinions of Kevin Dunn and his new autobiography, slamming the longtime WWE executive in one passage. A photo of the passage in question was posted to the Squared Circle subreddit last week in which Moxley calls Dunn a variety of profane names while talking about an incident that took place when Moxley had gotten in trouble for being heard swearing on live TV at the 2013 Extreme Rules pay-per-view. The passage reads as follows. If I had gotten there and been an a-hole, why didn't they just say F you, then you're being an a-hole? No, he let me go through the whole song and dance while being completely phony, pretending to accept my apology, pretending it was all good and we were friends. Then five minutes later, this little rat goes right to the rest of the office and says I didn't give a sufficient apology and whatever other BS he probably said about me behind my back, no less. That, and I also want to say what Moxley said, this dickless MFR, and it was 48 hours later, why didn't you just call me on the phone right when it happened and say, F you, we're all mad at you. If we do it again, you're fired. That would have been easy to understand. Instead, I got summoned to the secret castle to meet on the magical king wizard who lives in the 
in the truck and content and controls the universe to beg for forgiveness. What are all these? What 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 are what are all these stupid little games? The reality in a place like WWE is that one is that one comment, one little seed planted by a guy in Kevin Dunn's position can be extremely detrimental in someone's future. There, that's a lot of power, and power breeds ego. Connecticut old rich boys club. I've heard all kinds of stories about that guy messing with people's careers, but this isn't that kind of book. So I say that dude, dude is an f bag. Maybe that this is that. Maybe this is that kind of book. No, no, but for real, don't even get me started on no. And no, this is not that kind of book. F Kevin Dunn. The book called Mox was released last Tuesday, the second of November. So if you haven't seen this book. I recommend possibly going to get it and taking a read at it. So, <sighs> Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as a TNA, TNA celebrity alumnus, Adam Patman Jones, was sentenced to prison for a bar fight. Former NFL star and TNA celebrity performer Adam Patman Jones is headed to prison after being part of a bar fight for this year. TMZ reports that Joe Jones pet pled no contest to the two charges related on his participation in a bar fight <clears throat> bar fight in February in Cincinnati, Ohio. According to the site, authorities say that Jones knocked out a bouncer during the fight after he snapped on some staff at the bar named Clutch OTR. Jones claimed at the time that he was acting in self-defense and was charged with two counts he was sentenced to 180 days in jail with 150 of those days suspended. Wrestling fans remember Jones as having appeared for TNA first back in 2007. His appearance was the subject of much legal wrangling between TNA and the Tennessee Titans, who argued that his NFL contract precluded him from, from wrestling. He ended up in a team with Ron Killings, who of course we know now is our truth, and won the world tag team titles from George Jones. Was getting physical. The future Xavier Woods, who was known, I believe, as Consequences Creed, was added to the team as the third man. Jones' contract ended shortly after Bound for Glory 2007 and was not renewed. He made a brief return in 2013. Jones is scheduled to report to prison on November 29th. So I may not get to see Pat Man there for quite some time. Jeremy Thomas posted this story yesterday as there is some more on Finn Balor missing a live event due to an injury. We did mention something about that on Revolution, of course, last night. A new report has some additional details on Finn Balor missing the WWE live event in Leeds, England due to injury. As reported, it was announced that during the show that Balor was unable to compete due to an injury. And Peter reports that Balor was held off as a precautionary measure. Balor is resting. What is believed to be a minor issue, though there is no word on what it is right now or how long he might be be kept out of the ring. And we may bring these stories back, of course, uh, <clears throat> uh, coming up here, of course, on 1067, I mean, 1066, 
excuse me, revolution coming up here later tonight. On that note here, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us here tonight for episode number number uh, 279 of Outside the Ropes. Be sure to, of course, check us out next Wednesday at 6.30. More pop culture news and views, more pop culture history and birthdays, and more wrestling news tidbits courtesy of 411 Mania. Be sure to listen in on that next Wednesday evening starting at 6.30, of course, here as well. Be sure to check out, as always, check out all of the courts here on Facebook. And, of course, we posted everything from wrestling matches and moments to, of course, uh, clips of different TV shows and movies to everything, of course, under the sun. Be sure to definitely, of course, check out what we've got in store, of course, here in WWUS. We'd love to get your thoughts and opinions on everything here, of course, as well. Also, ladies and gentlemen, we want you, of course, to continue to keep in mind that on the WWUS Patriot Center, second phase facebook page we do now have officially up the of course the prediction title challenge for this saturday's aew full gear event of course here as well as you know of course the winner of this of that prediction title challenge will take on jody valentine for the aew us full gear championship of course also ladies and gentlemen the wf us wrestling classic championship the NJPWS Power Struggle Championship will be up for grabs, as well as um, uh, let's see here, folks. Um, we have we have a couple. Oh yes, um, um, we will make sure that, of course, we give you the right info here, folks. Uh, fourth place will win the new WCWS Generation Championship, and fifth place will win the new WCWS Red Arrow Championship. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, those who, of course, do not get a chance to earn a shot at, or at, on any of the of the belts, we will, uh, we will, of course, here, ladies and gentlemen, hold. A, we will, of course, like I said, uh, be try to have something in store for those who did not get to, of course, uh, championship belts. Uh, we'll, we'll definitely, of course, come up with something, of course, um, after, of course, our full gear prediction title challenge is officially over with. And we'll, of course, keep you informed about that as well. And also, ladies and gentlemen, do not forget the AWS World Tag Team Championship is still up for grabs. Of course, Antonio Gutierrez and Justin Carter, of course, defending against the team of the Human Suplex Machine, John Gross, and the Soul Man, John Fleming. By, by right now by by a three to two vote but there is still plenty of time to vote on that if you wish to of course check that out here of course on the pay-per-view prediction center second phase page facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash wcws ptc second phase outside the ropes episode 279 is a broadcast of the wcws right here of course on talkshoe.com where we are of course six years older and continuing to be bolder the radio network continues to be and will forever remain your wrestling and pop culture connection folks take care of yourselves of course here and each other of course we're still in the midst of this pandemic things are starting to improve a little bit but not for, for, for hope but hopefully of course they'll start to improve a little bit more so we can get back to some degree of normalcy here 
So like I said, of course, stay safe out there. Keep yourself safe. And definitely, by all means, keep your family safe, of course, here as well. We'll be back on with episode 1066 of Revolution coming up here, of course, at 9 o'clock, 138055-pound. Of course, and join us as we talk about, of course, your latest wrestling news and views and history and birthdays. Also, of course, talk about what happened last night on NXT and some insight, of course, as to what happened, what will, ha- what will happen tonight on the Dynamite before here. And also, ladies and gentlemen, we'll talk about some more matches and moments having to do with, of course, the Survivor Series, of course, from the time of its beginnings in 1987 up until, of course, as early, as later as, of course, uh, last year. Of course, what are some of the moments that did take place? We will definitely, of course, here keep you informed of that mix. <clears throat> but ladies and gentlemen, take care, of course, here, and God bless. As we leave you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we're not going to play the whole thing in the beginning. But we are actually going to play, like I said, the first little part, of course, of our of our opening theme right here was, was a tribute to, of course, the late uh, to the late uh, Dean the, the late Dean Stockwell. Sorry about that. To the late, of course, Dean Stockwell, who, like I said, passed away, of course, here on uh, on Sunday. Of course, he was eighty-five years old. And prayers are still continue to be with his family and friends of course uh <clears throat> he was 85 years old of course spending a almost 80 year career of course here in the entertainment business but he will be sorely sorely missed by those who knew him quite well we'll play of course the first little bit of of course our uh of of course from the very first season of quantity that took place in 1989 so take care and god bless like I said, we'll be back on with 1066 of Revolution, of course, right here on the WCWS Radio Network. We'll talk at you a little bit later in the evening. Take care, folks. God bless, folks. This is the WCWS Radio Network. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.